Hmm. That's a guess as well. So, to go out on, on a, a limb, limb. He's like hopping out there. Like, I guess he doesn't have arms either. But wouldn't, wouldn't, when, when you say that, aren't you implying that this is like a special moment? Like, cause that guy, he's walking on Very his Very honorable moment. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so if that, if, if it's on his limb, yeah. which would be his leg. Yeah, it's very, uh, like, hey, like. This is every day. Yeah, like, yeah. this could, something very bad could happen here. But I'm going to go out on a limb. Yeah. So, I feel like if you're going out on a limb, and I always say this, but I guess I've never really had a deep dive into what it means. But, yeah, I guess if you're going out on a limb, something bad could happen is what I'm hearing from it. Hmm. Man, yeah, I don't know. Phrases deeply rooted in history that we have no idea. We should have a we should have an NPR segment every week. <laughs> Do we have to like talk quieter? Yeah. What does going out on a limb mean to you? And then we're gonna sell those prepackaged meals afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, healthy prepacked food. <laughs> sponsored are you recording right now yeah i just felt like our conversation about the going out on a limb now that caught my attention you know what i was thinking about just a minute ago what's that how like when we were kids you would see sticker people with stickers of of bold and brash you know what does that mean spongebob bold and brash the squidward's painting oh yeah (laughs) And I remember, like, it was kind of like a, it was, we, it was like a scripted little NPC moment we would have. We would go, like, I was, I remember, like, I would see people and they would have that sticker. I'd go up to them and be like, hey, bold and brash. And they'd look at me and they'd be like, more like belongs in the trash. It was like clockwork every time. I always think, like, that was my NPC moment. For sure. I, I don't know if that feels like an NPC moment. You don't think so? It's like a, a big cultural moment in I history. Know. I mean, it's, I think that's community more than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what that feels like to me. That's funny. <laughs> no wonder you were, t- you were telling me that earlier. I know. And I I just totally, it just totally flew over my head. About it. I was just thinking about how sad I was going to make today's <gasps> recording. Let's start off with, I mean, you were telling me about Okay. Sleep paralysis. Yeah. I guess we can start there first. I'm very interested in this. This is, I'm this more is interested sick. in the fact that you have not had sleep yeah, paralysis. I've never had sleep paralysis before. I haven't had a nightmare. In a, I remember you telling me you've had some pretty scary nightmares before. Yeah. I mean, it helps that you're like, because me and Don used to live together, right? Yes, to give yes. People deep some cut. Yeah, deep Don's cut. calling. People think that you're calling me in the morning, like, or I'm calling you, like, hey, like, <laughs> dude, this dream that I just had, like, you're not going to believe this. So it made it a little bit easier that we were in the same quarters, if you will. <laughs> just so we're clear on that. Hey, hey, what's wrong? <laughs> what's wrong? FaceTime in here at 7 in the morning. But anyways, a dream. <laughs> there were some. I I think it was. I must have been taking melatonin at the time, and I didn't <laughs> because I didn't realize. Like, and I looked this up. It gives you nightmares. Like, I'm not joking. But on top of the scary nightmares, sleep paralysis. 
And I'm I'm really intrigued that you have not had it because it is one of the scariest feelings in the world. That's what I hear. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell so, me about your your I think I literally hollered last night. Like I think I yelped. <laughs> like, you hollered. Well like because I'm trying like Hollering going, Jaime. Like I'm Jaime and the hollowers. <laughs> hollowers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming to your city. Oh they, my god. It feels like you like like you know you're asleep but then mm. you know that you're awake as well like you can like you want to wake up mm. but you can't like move like i can't like physically get up or yeah. like move my head like i can't get up yeah did you see someone no 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 it just feels like mm. like i can like i'm a, like i can see that i'm in my room but i can't like get up like yeah. you physically cannot move i like, hear a lot of people say when they have it they they see someone like in the uh, corner no nah. like <laughs> what's we're now we're in the we're in the topic of dream and the dream world and stuff i love dreams they're so interesting these are good well i mean sometimes i have scary dreams i guess but i kind of don't see them as nightmares i kind of just see them as just like a different type of dream you know it was a different adventure i went on mm. yeah I don't know. what's it called i remember there's this crazy dream i was like I, w- I like walked down I, I went down to I went down to the river and I remember like I saw like all these dead killer whales everywhere just like in the water like just so many I was like what the heck is going on and I like look over to the right and I see this killer whale like swimming real fast over to me and then uh and then like a a blue whale just comes out of nowhere starts chasing it behind it and I'm just like oh what the hell and he's like and then the the killer whale like jumps up onto the under the riverbed and it's like trying to get away and the blue whale's like trying to get it and, like <laughs> oh, no. it was a crazy dream that's ridiculous it's one of my favorite dreams i've ever had <laughs> you had a book about that <laughs> yeah that was crazy yeah maybe you saw maybe that was the whale from the story that i told you a few weeks ago which oh Porfirios. oh the blue whale had enough of Porfirios. <laughs> He was like, he's, this is my waters. And didn't he, remember it said at the, in the story that it was where, it was dolphins that mm. like chased him to, to Ooh. land himself. Ooh. What if those were like, it, it was like a, a dolphin-esque creature. Ooh. That was the, and the, same, cool. the same thing in your dream. That's pretty dude. cool. Wow. Yeah. The only, <sighs> killer whales are also dolphins. Fun fact. No. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, dreams are crazy. What's the scariest dream you've ever had? I think mine was one that was inspired by you know how everybody has like that one film when you're a kid, mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. it's like just Ooh. traumatizing. Oh, you know? parentheses right now. <laughs> scariest thing you saw as a kid? Scariest like do you ever see like a scary movie as a kid that like stuck with you or a scary scene from something that stuck with you for like a while? I didn't really watch like scary stuff as a kid, mm-hmm. so. I- I guess it would have to be the, and it's not a scary film in the sense that it's mm-hmm. like horror. Mm-hmm. I think it was Mel Gibson, like mm-hmm. the the volcano movie, the one where I guess it, uh, like yeah, new, oh, spoiler yeah. alert, the oh, yeah. volcano explodes. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so like it's coming through the city, and I just remember that like traumatizing me like as a child, mm-hmm. like just imagining like being mm-hmm. in like this volcanic eruption. So I had this dream that like the floors were like 
rising with lava and like uh-huh. the house was on fire. I'm oh, climbing up the top shit. of the house because we have to go up. Like that's crazy. And, like, the streets are like yeah. full of lava everywhere. Yeah. Like just a flood, but yeah. lava. It was that was yeah. one of the worst. That's a ones. cool dream. Like I would have no. thought like that was a cool dream when I woke up. No way. I remember I had a dream once that me. It was just me and my uncle. We were on a cruise ship, like, um, going around like Hawaii. It looked like. And then, like, we're on this cruise ship, and all of a sudden, we look over, and just, like, a, like an atom bomb, like, exploded on Hawaii, like, a big old explosion, and we were just like, man, we're stuck here. <laughs> like, we were, like, 20 miles away, or, like, uh, like 50 miles away from shore, just, and nothing worked anymore. We were just like, man. And I was, and I remember that dream, I was, I was getting sad in the dream, I remember, because I was just like, man, <laughs> I don't want to be here with just my uncle. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Dreams are sick. Dreams yeah. Are sick. Um, the other th- the other thing I wanted to try to turn this into because <laughs> it's I'm, okay, it's okay. That was a big convo we just had. You know, yeah. take your time, take your time. I was trying to pivot to the other sad stuff I wanted to talk about because I didn't <sighs> want to sit on it too long, and I figured we could just should I should we and should we is this is it, is the sad is should we intro this podcast right now? No. Well, I know, I know, I know you're, I know you're in the dumps right now. I know you're in no, the dumps right now. I guess we should. I mean, we we don't have a good like a uh, <laughs> cool guy. I mean, I mean, it's whatever. We don't have. I don't want to. I don't want to be like, hey, come in, come and listen. Hey, what's up? It's dog guys. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> come join us. <laughs> I. Speaking of killing dreams. Let's put mm-hmm. it that way. Mm-hmm. We can put a spin on that. The, I was watching this. I was doing homework. And I was watching this baseball mm-hmm. video earlier. Because big news. Today's about baseball, for one. Yeah. Big baseball talk coming up. Exactly. So I was watching this baseball homework. And I learned about the Marlins history. Them oh. winning a championship in 97. Nice. Excuse me. And how the owner of the team had a fire sale the next year because he didn't get what he wanted. So mm. it's more so a continuation of the idea or the topic that we were going over last week. Like, like, um, bringing you know, it back big, you know, sports team doesn't get an arena mm. throws a fit. Mm. Like it's, it's this. And I understand, you know, ownership is different in San Antonio. So they've been very kind to the citizens of San Antonio. So it's a lot different of a story, but mm. I still do feel that this weird relationship of owner to taxpayers to to get a stadium. No. Like it's it's something that I'm surprised is not talked about more, I guess. Mm. Just because of the fact that some stuff that I was reading earlier today was pretty much saying like, yeah, this isn't a terrible like it's it's not the worst thing you you could do, but you could spend a lot of this money somewhere else and they can they'll be perfectly fine financing an arena on their own. Um, yeah. That I mean, that's pretty much the thing there that I got some, out of it. Yeah, I guess there are some pretty bad schools that could use the money. I mean, that's pretty much. You bring the, up a good point. You bring up a good point. And I'm not saying. And, and I, don't I like be... to think of it pretty selfishly. You know, <laughs> outside looking in. You know, I can, I can, I can say that. I say that. You know, I want the arena. <laughs> I want the cool arena. But I, you know, I, I can, I can step back. I can yeah. step back from that. I guess that, yeah. And 
That's totally fair. It's like, hey, <laughs> you know what? Whatever, man. Let's just put a stadium down here. <laughs> we'll pay for it. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks for uh, your. Thanks for me your, just <laughs> thinking about us looking at those trophies at the Spurs game. Oh yeah. All right. We'll, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll pay for it. All right. Come on. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I don't, that it it bothers me more than it should. I guess that's the that's the whole. I don't. But I guess who does like? I mean, if you like, if you enjoy billionaires bullying <laughs> regular people, then I guess uh, maybe that's what your else is new. What <laughs> else is new? What else is new? But speaking of baseball, I yeah. wanted to. I don't even have. I'm, you know what? I even saved a bunch of different articles and stuff that I was gonna read off, and that's boring. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a lot of fun. Well, we got a baseball heavy episode. We got some fun segments we're gonna get into after that. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. Are you I'll, excited? I'll keep, it, keep it light. I'll keep it light. That's, it. Gonna, That's my spiel. <laughs> we're going to keep it chill. Yeah, keep it real nice. chill. Real chill. <laughs> nice, dude. I didn't know you were chill like that. Yeah. Uh-uh. Man, yeah. <laughs> only known me. We only used to live together. Oh, yeah. So, a little baseball world action. Oh, yeah. I want to get into that next. I like oh. I like where we're at right now. Oh. You, what do you, what yeah. else do you have to add on with the... Um, what else do you have to give to these owners, huh? I put in the notes. Jaime's gonna give it to the owners. I didn't. I didn't want to give it to the owners. No. Um, exactly. That was your ver- verbiage. Um, this um, is true. So this that's is not correct. My quote. Um, this is correct. This is so my quote. Just their op-ed headline. Yeah. But this is my interpretation of what you yeah, were saying. That's yes. fair. That's fair. Yeah. No, I don't want to give it. To, I. Uh, yeah. Do whatever they want. I'm yeah, just. <laughs> I just need I needed a a a perfect dismount because I'm gonna I want the first thing I want to get into today. Last week you mentioned that you wanna you wanted me to pick my favorite stat, and I want to go over that next. I want to let's break down right in the middle of the dog days of summer. There's not a whole lot going on. (laughs) Let's find let's find our favorite favorite. baseball. (laughs) Yeah, of next. No one does the dog days like dog days. That's right. Oh my god. <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> I think Travis Scott's a little overrated. Now welcome to the cybermetrics oh portion of our No, that's not that's not good. That's not a <sighs> It's okay. I thought it was great. Are you kidding me? I I don't know. I guess uh, I feel like that's one of those things where it's like a movie that you don't understand. Like it's are you, okay. Are you, did you go? Did you swing it back around? Yeah, I did swing oh it back around. Oh my god! Yeah, that's crazy. I just had to dodge. <laughs> I, it's just hard for me to fathom it. I guess because I don't know. I just yeah. I just I just that was a cheat code right there. Mm-hmm. You ever want to? You ever want to? Get over on Jaime. Just tell him that Travis Scott is rich. He'll be dumbfounded. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. I'm surprised. Uh, it was a. It's a. Feels like a big cultural moment in history. Yeah. Thought the album rollout was pretty good. Um, the movie was great. The movie was great. It was just a compilation of music videos. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Why is that funny? I don't understand why that's funny. Okay, 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 okay. Just saying, man. Conversation with Rick Rubin. Hey, man. Two minutes? About four. <laughs> no, nah, maybe six. 
split up into different small moments in the, in the you film. can watch it right now on apple music in the film that's right hey anyways oh it's on apple music it's on apple music now interesting hey, you don't get the full theater experience but you'll get so y'all didn't watch it in the theater we did oh yeah, yeah. but oh, it was just, just like a one-time a... thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm sad I missed out on that. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm something or nothing. Travis Scott overrated. You might be right about that. But I won't admit it though. Okay. Oh. Let's just say, let's just okay. leave it at that. I'll take my. I'll I'll take my. I'll take the small dub. So I I dub. figure the best way, and maybe this is incorrect, and I will probably be scolded for this by some people but while traveling abroad me and my brother (laughs) we you totally forgot about your american roots (laughs) didn't even fill out a march madness bracket they don't have they don't have college basketball over there oh my god what was i supposed to do i was so disappointed but anyways i would uh, i would call Maybe some of the Cactus Jack music theme park rap. I think theme park, you know, you, what do you, you know, certain restaurants, certain, uh, certain movies, like a theme park movie. I like this take. Uh, like a, like a Marvel movie. I like where uh, this is Theme going. park movie, you know, like Buffalo Wild Wings, theme park food. Like, uh, it's like, okay, what? Uh, it's an attraction. It's not meant to be, it's not meant to be, uh, the, like, a, I guess a niche type of yeah. uh, it's kind of hard to put it but that's how i feel i kind of view it in that prism and to me that's Dang. fine it just feels like a very good Dang. group project that's <laughs> he's like a draymond green of no. rap really because no. it's like okay he's gonna bring together all these different minds to put this one project together which is cool and it's mm-hmm. in its own way like chris gave me the uh take he was trying to be like kanye uh dark twisted fantasy kind of esque album yeah how did you feel he did I felt like he he did pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think even without really looking at the credits and stuff, um, however you want to put it, I think it kind of does show how important like their partnership is, his and Kanye's. Because I think the music even I I showed it to this guy at work, and he was like, "Oh man, that sounds like Kanye drums." I'm like, "Yeah, that's that's pretty like." So I think the sound is like pretty intertwined at this point. It's almost out of mm-hmm. decades since like Jesus, I think. So I mean, if not more. So I think I. To me, it kind of just shows like how whether who, one influenced the other or vice versa. I feel like the two of them kind of created like a, di- a new sound in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's it's interesting in that like there's a story to it. I guess like you can kind of hear the the evolution of it all. You kind of sold me. You kind of sold me on it. Like a good pregame show. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Speaking of pregame. Ooh. Not Charlie. Not before the Charlie Crockett concert, of course. Cannot wait. But another definition of pregame. I feel like I really need to get into these baseball stats with a good pregame <gasps> because nice. the pregame sell you like I like I oh I think I just hit my microphone okay sorry about okay. that okay. Um, the pregame sell you on the game right like I think I was telling you earlier I've been wanting to really really get into baseball we but are. it's just so hard like for me to and I, it's not hard for me to grasp the game I understand mm-hmm. that part but mm-hmm. like I want to get into the stats I want to get into all of that like love random baseball stats see that's why. I'm not in that that uh, community yet. Let's get into it. 
So let's get into this community. We're gonna bust the doors down. Buy our ticket today. I don't know. I did Game not, time. Did not even know. I mentioned it cool. earlier. Just said it randomly. I just barely found out that baseball stats are called sabermetrics. Oh, did not. They have an own. St- they have their own statistic category name or whatever. Where does saber come from? That's a good question. Yeah. One oh. that we'll find out right now. Ooh, yeah. nice, nice, nice. But I, I, I was looking at, I didn't even get into the pitching stats yet. I was pretty much just looking at hitter stats. Mm-hmm. On, on base numbers, that's pretty, that's pretty uh You know, you and me are similar. We like, a good, we like some good offense in the game because my stat is also a hitting stat. So I'm excited. You just reminded me of the topic so we can convince people to listen until the very end. I also wanted to get into some of the, my personal list of top five rule changes in U.S. pro U.S. sports. Ooh. Speaking of, you know, that often, you know, people loving offense, mm-hmm. the owners and the, the leagues tend to love it as well. But anyways, let's get into okay, the, okay, get okay. the baseball stuff. This is going to be fun. Yeah. Well, I have our answer. SABRE is an acronym for Society for American Baseball Research. Nice, nice. Nice, nice. That's pretty sick. Knowledge, knowledge. All right. Well, Jaime, what's your favorite SABRE metric? One that I think I'm still trying to understand, which mm. I feel like it, it would be like the fan favorite. Yeah. Just because of the, the name, for mm. one, and the meaning behind it. Yeah. The slugging, the SLG in the stat line oh, yeah. slugging percentage oh yeah mm. that seems like a good um how would you say a good meter or a good good way oh, to yeah. show like whether how good a player really is oh, like yeah. offensively oh, yeah. at least we're getting into some advanced stuff here oh yeah well i looked it up definition slugging percentage represents the total number of bases a player records per, per at bat right. and yeah. i think it includes like all, like, we're so dropping there, there, serious knowledge there's right an, now. There's an, a, there's an equation to it, I think. Oh, like, yeah. I, uh, I looked it up, and it, it first, all the pictures are just math. There okay. you go. Slugging percentage equals, SL, or equals total bases over number of official at-bats. And they have it like in a little like font, like you would show like a, a third grader when you're teaching them math, too. So I really appreciate that. Well, I mean, who is the lead league leader in slugging percentage right now? That's a great question. But I was I'm looking at this and honestly I'm not understanding this equation. Why? I didn't want to leave it just yet. We can find the player, but okay, so I'm looking at this and I can try to explain this as best as possible. Okay. I'm gonna sound terrible. Okay. Drop <laughs> some more knowledge on us right quick. I'm ready. So it encompasses total bases, including all extra base hits divided by at bats. And so I'm looking at the formula, and it basically equals, I guess, one, bla- one base plus two, so like two times two bases and three times three bases, four times the home runs, like, divided by at-bats. And I'm like, this is, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, this, is make, this is making no sense to me. I even, I, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> But it's, uh, according to this, it says the benefit of slugging as a stat is that it adds additional weight to a player's extra base hits rather than rating all hits that's the same as a batting average does. Wow. 
it gives them a propensity for more triples and home runs, a higher overall slugging percentage than a batter who almost solely hits singles and doubles. Dang. It allows for a better overall picture of a player's production at the plate. So that one stood out to me earlier because this mm-hmm. is like, okay, we can see like, mm-hmm. this guy's good. This guy's not that good. Pretty much, mm-hmm. you know, you know, a quick summary. Yeah, that, that was some serious not like. My brain hurts right now. I, I never really kind of looked at slugging percentage that way. Do you know who the league leader is? Mm, I'm going to say, if I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a guess. Okay. I swear to God, if you know it and you're pretending. No, 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 no I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. I'm no, guessing. No, no, no. Running through the Rolodex. Running through the Rolodex real quick. I'm going to say Mookie Betts. No. No. Crosstown rival. Shohei Otani. I was going to guess him, but ah. I knew they haven't been doing that great. So I'm thinking, okay, how much yeah. could they really be well, scoring? Well, they never that? do that great. And Mike Trout and Shohei Otani always. Mookie Betts is number five. Ah, Mookie okay. Betts is Pretty number good. five. Pretty good. Number, not the best on the Dodgers, though. Freddie Freeman on the mm. Dodgers is number three in the league. Nice. Shohei Otani has a .669 slugging percentage. Very cool. Nice. Very cool. Yeah, Very I feel cool. like that list can really show you, like, we're the dogs yeah. of the of the league. Yeah, yeah. Serious baseball talk right here. Shohei Otani's good at baseball. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> news flash. <laughs> headline. That's oh, yeah. a good headline picture yeah. for you. A quote. Yeah. Breaking news. Shohei Otani. <laughs> Great at baseball. Cross. Yeah. Uh-huh. Arms crossed. <laughs> well, I have a pretty I have a pretty fun stat. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. One that I feel like not many people know about. It's called BAPIP. Oh. BAPIP. Okay. Batting average on balls in play. Ah. Essentially, it's taking the batting average of a player's balls struck into play that, you know, find the gaps and make it through where they don't get out. I think it's one of the more important stats because it shows a player's versatility as a Ah, batter. Nice. Right now. Cool. I really like BAPIP. Throw BAPIP at somebody. Tell them, tell them, start be like, I don't know. The BAPIP's been really struggling this season. They'll be like, man, this guy, he knows baseball. This is, and I think that's a perfect stat for us to bust into this, into this room of baseball guys. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's awesome. All right. I'm looking at this equation. Oh, (laughs) this one's crazy. The the BAPIP equation. Have you seen it? Oh, (laughs) tell tell me. Drop us some more knowledge. I think, okay. So, I'm looking at it's computed per the following equation. This one actually gives me a better explanation. Nice. Where H is hits, HR is home runs, AB is at bats, K is strikeouts, and SF is sacrifice flies. Perfect. So the equation is as follows, where hits minus home run is divided by at bats minus strikeouts minus home runs plus sacrifice flies. Ooh, any parentheses in that? No. No. no, okay, no, no. Thank good, God. Good. The other one did. I didn't explain that. Mm-hmm. So I didn't explain the other it's all one good, too well. It's all good. I know PEMDAS. I know PEMDAS. <laughs> yeah, I think we can figure this. We're gonna have to forget baseball reference. We're just gonna come. We, we need to write down all these stats <laughs> as the game's going on. No mm-hmm. internet. We're gonna write all these down by hand. We are. We are really diving back. We're gonna be like we're like those people that go to the baseball games with the stat books and just record all the stats. They have their see, own record of a game. I can totally see how like the new age of well. And I don't want to say the new way. I'm not an old man, so I don't know. But like, 
It seems well. like it seems. Eh, yeah, I'm kind of old. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like back in the day, people used to really enjoy going to the games and writing the stats for themselves. Mm-hmm. You'd write on the back of the cards, this yeah. and that. Like, yeah. it's pretty sick. It's there wasn't really anything else like it, and it's still not. I mean, now because we have you know technology. Yeah. No, you you missed one of the oldest takes I've ever <laughs> heard in my life. I'm just saying, hey, I'm sure, my grandfather longs for the day of of going to a baseball. Baseball game and writing the stats down, like you know, back in the day, uh, baseball players they used to get a like a MLB passport. Like if you were if you were a, if you played like a thousand games in the MLB, you got your passport and you got to go into any game. And I think this old man tried to like they don't I don't think they they accept that anymore because like an old man like tried to use it. They like lit a man, of course, but they're like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> he hadn't been in the game in years. As He's this like big old, like this big old, like it looks like a like the thing that cops have like their oh, badges in. <laughs> that's funny, man. Really yeah, cool. he's probably like, oh, I'm just gonna go to the park, go to the park, oh. and well, lead league leader for Bapip. Tell me if you know this name, Brandon Marsh. I was, from the Philly. You didn't let me guess. I was about I'm to sorry, guess his I'm name. I'm sorry, but so you know, we were talking about the Angels right now. They have two of they have two of maybe the greatest baseball players ever on the team right now. Shohei, Shohei Otani, Mike Trout. Which one do you think has the best bat pip? It's got to be Shohei. It is Shohei. Yeah. They are number scrolling, scrolling number twenty three and number twenty two in the league, right next to each other. Wow. Shohei has a point three three six, while um. Mike Trout has a three three five barely, and I was looking at the numbers. I think a point three 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 BAPIP is like an above average BAPIP. Wow. So you want to be at that range? Interesting. Yes. We are really throwing the knowledge in. Like I feel so smart about baseball right now. I think this is this is honestly, and this is maybe a very nerdish take, but like this now I'm like oh, okay, we're looking at some numbers now, like. Like I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm. Yeah. I want now. This, this is baseball. Yeah, exactly. Numbers. Yeah. The smaller parts of the game. I got all the numbers. I don't know what that's in Philadelphia. <laughs> they do the Wade Boggs challenge <laughs> on the plane. That's ridiculous. <laughs> they get to L.A. <laughs> California, USA. <laughs> Didn't even go to the game. All right, Charlie, you gotta go. Remember, you gotta go. What was it? Three for three. Or He's like, I got all the numbers. <laughs> The 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 last one that I saw that looked interesting was the on base plus slugging. That's a nu- oh you're going to you you want to go <laughs> I want to extra team, credit. Man. Yeah, tell me about this. Yeah, you only told me to pick one. Uh, no, pick two. Tell me, no, tell me about this. Is there an equation? Is it- <laughs> I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> it considers both how often the batter gets to base and how often they are hitting for extra bases. So it's like a combined statistic. Dang. Yeah. If you- no way. Because if you ever see someone hitting with the OPS over 1.000, you can generally understand that they're having an absolute incredible season at the plate. So I guess for the Tigers, I think this was in 2019, the leader was Castellanos, who had an OBP of 0.354. Interesting. And, and a slugging percentage of 500. So he had an OPS of 854. Interesting. So I, I, I'm just going to take this as another statistic <laughs> to say, hey, this guy's really good. Nice. <laughs> nice. A- yeah, he's doing good out there. Here's a little um, trivia for you, if you know your stats. What is the uh, triple crown in baseball? 
loading. Loading. <laughs> um, Dead air. You really threw a curveball <laughs> at me with that one. Oh, no. Mm. Oh. Man, Triple Crown. Mm. I'm going to have to say it's a pitcher's award. Incorrect. <sighs> it's a hitter's award. Very correct. Okay. <laughs> um, and he hits a certain amount of home runs. Okay. And... Okay, I'm done. I don't, okay, I don't. well, you're on the right track. <laughs> it's a it's a hitter who hit who has is leading the league in home runs, hits, and RBIs oh, okay. all in one year. All right, yeah. Dang, you know who the last player to win the triple crown was? Mike Trout. Good guess. Good guess. Miguel Cabrera ah. on the Detroit Tigers. That's right. Okay. Aaron Judge, I think, got, got close yeah. last year. Interesting. Very, very yeah. interesting. Very cool. I think the Triple Crown is, yeah, it's, it's one of the most impressive things. I remember my my player in MLB The Show was always getting the Triple Crown, so it wasn't that impressive to me, like, you know, growing up, but then I realized, like, oh, shoot, this is actually, like, hard as, hard as hell. Yeah, man. So. I watched the... um the last game of the mm-hmm. I think they had a four game series, the Dodgers and the Padres. And the Padres, yeah. yeah. I watched I watched the Dodgers. I think they won seven two. Yeah. One of them. I, uh Dodgers just have the Padres number, man. It's kind of crazy. I think it said like in the past four years or maybe longer than that, like they're they've dominated that yeah. matchup between and for years. They mm-hmm. just the Padres cannot overcome the mm-hmm. Dodgers. That's insane. Yeah. The the <laughs> Joe Kelly just came in and started throwing baseballs at people i think he, <laughs> i think he hit fernando tatis Damn. like once or twice in that game in the last in the fourth game like he's aggressive he's aggressive yeah <laughs> he was on the the dodgers championship roster i didn't mm-hmm. realize that he was on he's in chicago and then i guess he got traded in their fire sale this year yeah uh, yeah and the yeah. mets and the, the chicago white Sox are apparently having uh two fire sales yeah oh no yeah the mets they're they're getting rid of everybody we we kind of discussed that on the last pod with justin verlander yeah, but uh, I, I guess we could get into it now. My my dog of the week is a little baseball related. Uh, I don't know if your dog of the week is a little baseball related, but <laughs> I don't know if you saw the. Uh, <laughs> it was a uh, shoot, shoot. I had it in my notes. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the Tim Anderson Jose Ramirez oh. fight. Yeah, it was insane. That was pretty funny. Yeah, it was cool. Tim Anderson dropped the gloves, you know, score. I think kudos to the ref, you know, backing up, you yeah. know, letting them fight. I like that. I yeah. like that. Let them skip it out. Two gentlemen decided to, decided to square up. One guy, Tim Anderson, Tim Anderson seemed like he was, Ramirez looked like he got a lucky shot in there on the jaw. Yeah. He got like a, Tim Anderson, TA was, he was getting the body shots in. He was, it was an early call. I think if the fight would have went on, they would have they would have gotten the four rounds. I think maybe TA would have won in decision. Yeah. I guess Dog so. of the week though. <laughs> Ramirez. I know it confused you because your last name is also Ramirez. But it, it is not me. Are y'all related? No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No. Do you have a dog of the week? Uh it was gonna be 
Joe Kelly, and then I said his name already. So, oh uh, no, you can but make it, it yeah. Joe Kelly. It was it seems the like a, it seems like a good addition to mm-hmm. a playoff run team. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, oh, he wants to be here. Like, pretty exciting stuff. So, not that I'm rooting for the Dodgers, but I guess you know they won. So, yeah. you know, that's fair. They they won me over this week. I played pretty good. You are rooting for the Dodgers, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a little bit, a little bit. Freddie Freeman's pretty good. That Muncie guy is pretty team good. For, that's your team that you're going with to win the, the whole thing, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think once the playoffs start, I'll be a full, fully committed Dodgers fan. Might even have to get some gear. You know, so, so you're not fully committed right now, but you will be if they win the World Series? Once the playoffs start, that oh, I'll have to pick them. Yeah. All right, well... My Sox are in last place in the division right now. Half game back from the Yankees. That's that's my World Series right now, beating the Yankees in the division. I'm still rolling with my Texas boys. That's fair. Houston, Ra- Houston slash Rangers combo. Mm. I'm going for all the Texas boys here. That's fair. That's a good yeah. pick. Yeah. Well, no more stats. No more stats. But I did, while I was doing some baseball investigation this morning, I came across a secret base video. Mm. Uh, the people who make like the beef videos and stuff, I think mm. I've talked about them before. They had a little, a little short about how Blue Moon was created in the, I think it had to have been the Denver, the, I think it's the Rockies, the Colorado Rockies that play in Denver. Mm. Um, they brewed it up there and like, I guess it got really popular and that's like the only MLB stadium that has a brewery in it yeah it's pretty sick wish we wish we can make a trip there for one sure. of these days we'll have to go no, yeah because sure. they got some fresh like some fresh blue moon in there oh really it was pretty yeah it was pretty cool it was interesting colorado's uh, beer capital of america really i think so no way mm-hmm. hmm never heard they might of have it. the most breweries because they have a lot of natural water sources oh there. yeah wow I mean, I mean, again, this could be totally wrong. This could be nah, all totally wrong. Nah, stick you know. with it. Stick with your guns. Yeah, exactly. It's the beer capital <laughs> of the world. <laughs> of America. Of America. <laughs> <laughs> of the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it, it's, it's, I want to go there now. now but, like, yeah. I want to go on a baseball tour, too. I know. There's a lot. I think I've only been to Houston. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I, I had a Texas Rangers game a long time. Oh, well, and a Dodgers game. Yeah, see, <laughs> but I, I need to see some more. Some I want to go to the San Francisco Stadium. I've that. been to every major sports in America, like a game. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. But the NFL and football. Oh, so you've been an MLS game instead of a... I, wow. yeah, I went to the, yeah, the Austin, FC, Austin FC game. It was crazy. But, went to a Dallas Stars game in hockey. But no... Uh, but no Cowboys I've games? I've never been to a Cowboys game, Whoa. dude. I really want to go to a Cowboys. You've been to a Cowboys yeah. game. It's pretty fun, honestly. Yeah, like I know. You said it was a good time. Even it's, though even though you're not the biggest of fan anymore, you still said it was a good time. They, they get the theatrics right. They, yeah. they, they get the whole, because it's like the Spurs games, it's like, all right, yeah, you can show up an hour early, like mm-hmm. you hit the bar or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the the festivities, I guess I should say, are are greater in a in a football aspect i you you walk you if you're coming either if you drive to the stadium or if you uber there whatever like mm-hmm. pretty much a mile around the dallas cowboy stadium if not longer is all like dedicated to like to the game, game festivities to like, the game. yeah yeah you'll have people partying outside either parked up or tailgating you got to walk through the whole parking lot full of tailgaters 
then when you get to the to the stadium they have festivities going on outside. You know, you got the Miller Lite beer cave and you got uh, the games. You got people. Uh, you are, we it, gotta it's, go. Yeah. It's, we it's, gotta go. And this is like hours before. Like at least they start opening the doors like at noon. The game's like at three something. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go in there. You can go to the other side of the arena. They got games. They'll get, you know, you get free swag. That kind Would of you stuff. be opposed but, to a to a, a Cowboys game trip? No, I'm, I'm not opposed to that. That sounds that so, fun. so fun. That would yeah, be so it's, fun. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. I, as much as I'm not a huge fan, I, mm-hmm. I can I see see why. Mm-hmm. And I've also participated in it. So, I mean, it's. I think we beat the. It was when the Cowboys beat uh, the Bengals this Ooh, last year. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was a good game. Joe nice. Burrow was there. Well, do we do we? I don't. I don't want to call this a like. It's the opposite of a dog of the week. What do we do? That be? Can't say cat. Cat of the week. Mm. Anti dog of the week in the works. Yeah. I've seen this. I've seen this floating around. Division rival, uh, the Washington Commanders. They just got a new uh, assistant coach from, um, from Kansas City, who was their offensive coordinator. You know, Eric, Eric Bienemy, he was a big reason for their success. They, so they just got him this off season. They said he's he's working them too hard. He says they players can't handle it on the commanders' defense. So commanders commanders they're a little, they're being a little soft right now. Not really doggish, you know. Mm-hmm. Get out there and get out there and play. Y'all did so bad last year because of y'all's offense. You know, get better. I was I was I was thinking that it was gonna be a. Us versus Commanders two-way race for third place this year in the division. I think we got third place on the lock. Maybe we can start focusing on the Giants now for second place. That's fair. Yeah, that'll be cool. Second place in the division. Imagine that. So to to summarize mm-hmm. your message to the Commanders. Message to the Commanders, get better. Get better. Get better. That's a good message. Yeah. We'll make sure and send it to them. Yeah. In the I have their game circled on the calendar. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, I don't think next segment will be as fun. Unless what are you, you talking about? Because I'm... <laughs> I guess, are we guess, done talking sports? We are talking sports. We're going to switch okay. gears a little okay. bit. Well, okay. I want to talk about rule changes next. Ooh, okay. Yeah. See, this is, this, is, this is equally as fun. Yeah. This is only stuff that we can talk about in the summer. Mm. <laughs> Gotta do it sometime, favorite I guess. Favorite rule changes. Favorite, yeah. Top five favorite rule changes since 2000. That's pretty much what I'm going with. I like it. Up next. Up next. Minecraft. And you came into our server once. He made you a little room and everything. That was quite a while ago. That was maybe 10 years ago. <laughs> Has to be. I was never, I don't know. I couldn't get into Minecraft. Like uh, like everybody else seemingly I'm was kind of like, kind of like falling in the deep end of it. I'm, I'm like looking up designs on how to build my houses that I want to build. Me and Zach are playing. We're like, we're like, no, this block goes here. We're like looking at the blueprints, the schematics. Oh my god! So that's kind of what's been taking over my last week. It was Stanley. This week it's Minecraft. What's taking over? Creative mode or story mode? Oh, survival. Yeah, we, there's a survival we, mode. Yeah, Sorry we have for to the Minecraft purists. Yeah, we have to. Uh, every night 
the the zombies and and spiders come out so we have to go inside and and sleep through the night so we don't get killed and sometimes freaking creepers come out of nowhere and just blow everything up it's kind of annoying but it's that's minecraft baby it's part of the game what's the purpose of the survival mode just to see how long you can get like it's just like well you could you like respawn and stuff be like you lose all your stuff if you die and survival just gives you a little more challenge you know what's the end game well you can apparently when i was playing when i was when i was a kid i just like to like build stuff you know find things and build stuff apparently there's like a dragon you can fight there's like a i think he's he's called the warden now he's like in the mines there's a lot it's kind of it's gotten a i don't know how this may it's gotten a lot more scary over the years a lot more things come out at you. There's these Endermen that are like floating around everywhere, phasing places. They're scary. It's kind of stressful at times. I'm not even going to lie, but I've been addicted. Not a bad game choice. Okay, thank you. I, mean, I appreciate it. <laughs> What's your favorite freaking rule change, Dune? What's your favorite rule change? We didn't get into that yet. <laughs> Sorry. I, was I just to, thought I just thought Minecraft was a good game. I just thought it whatever. is. I just personally can't get into it. But what's your favorite game? Um, I think right now, Splatoon. Splatoon? You kidding me, dude? It's a Nintendo title, yeah. You kidding me, dude? Just kidding. I know. I, I see it. It looks pretty. Looks pretty cool. I've been watching a lot of people playing Nintendo Golf. Switch golf. Are you pretty good at switch golf? Yeah, hey, I'm pretty. What's good. your rank on switch golf? I haven't been able to hit a zero yet. A zero. I think the best game I've had is maybe like three above par. Mm-hmm. Okay, I see. I see. Uh, it's tough. Yeah. And then uh, Wii Sports Resort. Mm. I used to be able My to get my favorite. Like, yeah. Good title. Like back in the day, Wii Sports Resort. That was my favorite Wii Wii game. Oh yeah, I, I think I had like a below. Four negative four, nice. I think, was my top high score or something. Nice. Is so switch golf's a little harder. Yeah, it's a little bit more precise with your. You gotta really, uh, really gauge your your distance and the wind. And I don't even to, know why I play regular golf when I can just play switch golf. That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta get you on the on the course, though. I know, I know, I know. But I digress. Yes. Yet to hitch a good pivot onto. A little segment action. Yeah. I think um I'm not really sure where I landed on this. I think I I was listening to a former NFL player talk about how the back shoulder fade was like one of the hardest things as a cornerback to learn how to defend. Hardest maybe the hardest position in all sports. Exactly. I think his argument was pretty much that, you know, to the defense like the cornerback is as equally as important as the quarterback on the mm. offense, which mm. yeah, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But um, he then he started getting into rule changes and about how it was a lot harder to defend as a cornerback. It keeps getting more and more difficult because of the rule changes. Mm. And it kind of got me thinking, you know, a lot of U.S. pro sports, I guess maybe the top three, like your, you know, 
depending on who you ask or the numbers. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, so you have the MLB, the NFL, and the NBA all making offensive oriented rule changes. Mm-hmm. The NFL, to me, being the most egregious, but I mean, uh, that's. They do. The NFL is funny because. They'll even make rules like you're not allowed to celebrate. Yeah, you're not allowed to wear these type of cleats or something, just to know that later in the future they'll give them that as like as like a like to when they're bartering with each other. Like they'll give that like okay, well if we're gonna do this or if we're if we're gonna give you more money and you get all this, then we get all this. You know? Oh well, I'm. We'll throw in. You can wear any cleat you want. You can celebrate however you want on the on the field. Celebrating is allowed, you know. And they'll use that as leverage in their arguments, you know. Because it was always really dumb. Because I remember they took away like they were they were finding coaches even for having like certain certain shoes on and everything, and just knowing that in the future they're just gonna throw that out there just to gain a little bit more leverage. See, that's why I feel like it's a I've I've. I've said this before and I've definitely heard it somewhere else as far as the NFL just being a, a too much of a rules-based game. Like, it's a very rules-oriented game mm-hmm. uh, where, like, like you were saying with the you celebration. The uh, yeah, because yeah, it's just too much. Like, it's just so much going on. It's like... You're against the man. Uh, well, when the man has that many rules, I mean, it's <laughs> rules, you know, are the fabric of society. So we need them. But to a certain extent, you know, it's like, that I feel like where you you believe or maybe you're right about it. I guess the the rules being used as leverage for both sides, mm-hmm. but I do feel like it's one of those things where some of these very specific rules, whether it be celebrating or taunting, um, protecting a quarterback, mm-hmm. I feel like they're so nuanced mm-hmm. or. I guess what's the right way to put it? Like, they're so technical in a way that, like, this, it's very hard to see the line of what qualifies as a as breaking that yeah. rule and resulting in... It's super tough. Exactly. So I don't like that a lot of these rules break the game in mm-hmm. a way where they make or break a uh, an offensive possession, whether it be a defensive rule, like a some cornerback doing whatever they're not allowed to do again, mm-hmm. hands or whatever, like which either resets gives the offense a second try yeah. or vice versa. Like I would argue uh, also then to be a good cornerback, you got to be the best at bending the rules a little bit because yeah. the rules are kind of pushing against you right now, you know? Yeah. I guess I, it's just, we, you don't see that in, well, you don't see it. Maybe you don't see that in basketball and you don't see that in baseball where, plays are rescinded because of a technicality like in a, a small technicality in position or rule like it just mm. feels like too many decisions are made yeah. because of of, of, of i think uh, it happens in i think it happens in baseball you can have a a, pl- a batter called back who might have might have scored but there could have been like an interference on the play so batter is called back to you know yeah. second or so it's more rare i guess yeah. i'd say but yeah. like in like in a sport like basketball or soccer, you know, that's a, they, that's a continuous play kind of sport, you know? So while baseball and football, they have all this stoppage, they have a, it's more, I, f- I feel like it's, it's, it's more acceptable to resend a play, you know? Yeah. 
Uh, it's just, that's the one thing I don't really no. sit, that doesn't sit too. But you have a lot of rule changes. Eh. Every sport has a lot of rule changes. That's true. Basketball does have its rule changes too. I just don't think they're mm. as weird as some of my NFL. favorites. Hack a shack. Ah, uh, it's a great one. Can't can't foul an opposing player for free throws who doesn't have the ball. That's a great rule, honestly. One of our favorite, one of our favorite rules, the cylinder rule. I want, I want them to fix. I know it. <laughs> our favorite to talk about. Oh yeah. Um, here's a question for you: Who? When did they make the cylinder rule? Who do they make the cylinder rule about? Hakeem. Not Hakeem. Mm. Are we talking eighties? We're talking nineteen forty-four. Whoa! Yeah. George McCann. He was just too tall. He was he was a world class high jumper. He was uh-huh. tall and he was a world class high jumper at the time. Also, Will Chamberlain and Bill Russell, when they were when they were going into the league, they were also national they were also national competing high jumpers. So they were really high up and they were they were always really good at you know, the cylinder rule, but the NCAA banned it first. So that's when it came in. That's wow. when it came in. A very interesting, yeah. interesting rule. Mm-hmm. Rule change. Mm-hmm. George, George McCann, he had a six foot 10 high jump. Mm. I, I understand its purpose, but for the theatrics, I think it's fine. You should just let it happen. <laughs> just let it happen. Hmm. What's another? What's some? What's some other rule changes you like? Um. Well, I guess I'd say two different categories of like rule changes that I I had where where MLB and the NBA um, expanding like a playoff run. Mm -hmm. I think the addition of like uh, you know playing teams that's one of the the rules I think they got right. I guess, or I guess I wouldn't call it a rule, but it's a more of a, a playoff change, or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But I do think doing that is more exciting. I think that does that. But it, then that kind of goes back to the, the whole... Always like a playoff change. Oh, yeah. Everybody oh, yeah. always likes it. Well, they don't, but they <laughs> they do eventually. Yeah. I think this kind of goes back to, like, um, I think I, I, I phrased it as the pandering um, to the easy, of, easy attraction of fast offense or fast, easy payoffs. Mm-hmm. I think the the rule changes in basketball which is kind of hard to tell uh i was trying to do some research about hand checking mm-hmm. and i've always felt like that's another one that they can bring back but i think you think hand checking's back but but um, they you were getting rid of the cylinder right or not the well, cylinder the 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 circle below the basket or is or is no, just no, no, charge no. the charge just not no, a, I think it's mostly anymore. just handshaking specifically. Like okay. I think a lot of every, I think everything else works. Like I, I'd even say like adding the the zone defense was illegal for a, for a while. I think, and I think adding that is mm. is also. I could also see the potential and and out and like banning it as well. But there's no way they do that again. If this was 2K, they'd be throwing out crazy rules. Yeah. They loved. I remember when we were playing 2K. They loved to allow goaltending remember once they took off the shot clock too yeah sometimes uh, i kind of wish absurd, we lived yeah. in the 2k universe 
I just going crazy. I, I totally forgot about it. I even if you go back like it was it's got to be like four or five years now at this point where the shot clock used to reset to the full 24 mm-hmm. and now yeah. everybody's gotten pretty used to the 14, yeah, the 14. Mm-hmm. offensive shot That's clock fine. i i honestly was that was a good one that was a good i didn't think that was gonna work i i but i mean i i like it i think it oh, yeah. speeds up the game it's almost oh, yeah. similar to the pitch clock in the mlb exactly. exactly but i think um oh, man i think the the de- the I don't want to call it the devaluing of the defense in like American sports, but uh, like to a certain it's hard to play it, defense. And, but it, it's kind of hard when you make it hard for them mm-hmm. to play. That's defense. already hard, and they make it harder. Exactly, and I, I don't. That's and the people thing. People still find a way to you know be good at it. Yeah, exactly. Which is great, of course. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think you're limiting potential uh, more physical games. I guess if you're not letting the defender kind of. Mm-hmm. Be, I guess, be present. You know, putting too many rules on the defender is just one of those things that I feel like was pandering to the American audiences of instant offense. Almost. Well, we're Americans. We like to see. We like to see scoring. You know, <laughs> we like to see high scoring games, shootouts. I what mean, one. Uh, so I totally just botched my list because this was on the list and I ended up aggregating it all together. It's okay. But um, I think I think we I think we hit the nail on the head with this one. I was kind of was kind of surprised at the zone restriction stuff. For uh, baseball? For basketball. Oh, for basketball. He's not, not allowing zone defense kind of sounds crazy yeah. right now. It's a big thing. Especially, well, especially in the college in the yeah. college ranks. That's a big part of the game. That's pretty cool. That's why yeah. I like college basketball. And I wish you would have been in the March Madness tournament. I'm still mad about it. Uh Europe Europe changed you. Well, oh well, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not the same thing. It is not the same at all anymore. But I think I might have rescinded my offer for fantasy football. You and Isaiah could have gone halvesies on it, uh, and then worked together as a team. If y'all won, y'all would have won like twelve hundred dollars. Uh, I don't know, man. I just don't. I, it doesn't interest me, man. You just hate my ideas. No, I just you don't. You hate my ideas. I just don't like fantasy sports. Ugh. Not one fantasy sport. You wouldn't even do fantasy basketball. Nah, then you're doing lineups like a few times a week. Uh, you know, there's a lot of games. Look, you know, you're talking about like 10 different players that you draft, I think. I mean, I. And they all, you know, on a few different teams, and I gotta look at all their schedules, and then I gotta see who's, you know, individual matchups, and uh, just uh, seems like a lot of work, you know. Going into March, I was like, oh yes, I'm so excited to play March Madness with my friend Jaime, and then didn't happen. And now I was so excited to play fantasy football with my friend Jaime. Now guess what? It's not happening. But I'll be here though to support you. Just think of me as like a cheerleader on the sideline. We still need one more player. Oh we still need God. one more player for our league. Uh, Can I just get like a free slot? Uh, like, like I wish. Gonna, I'm not gonna I pay money. When like if I win, then the second place winner gets. I the wish money. you could. David wanted to make it two hundred dollars. They all had to vote for one hundred fifty. <laughs> Yeah, but then like I'll just play, and I'm bleep more, out the numbers so people think we could be like, 
We could be put throwing in like big money, you know. <laughs> it's not necessary. <laughs> oh my god, oh. I'm, I, uh, it's okay. It's gonna man. take. I don't know, man. I, You're gonna see how much fun I'm having. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen it's Isaiah. So fun. I've seen Isaiah do this quite a bit, and it just seems like a lot of work. Like well, I could, he probably has like three different leagues. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I, I just do one. Eh, I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot easier when you just have one. I'll try to convince myself. I uh, hope so. I'll give myself a pep talk, an NFL fantasy pep talk. Just pretend it's, we're doing a something or nothing right now. Do I get to name my team? Yeah, for sure. Mm. You get to pick. You get to pick a little logo for you. Name it anything you want too. Oh man, the customization is endless. Chris's logo is a shrimp. <laughs> I can't find it in my in my soul yet. You're gonna have and to. We get to. We get, we'll be able to do the draft. Uh, draft with the boys. Come on. <sighs> <laughs> it's like i'm telling you you have to go fight a war <laughs> oh my god I'm, being, I'm literally being drafted <laughs> or dramatic you mean i have to leave my family and you're not gonna have to leave your family this is you're just gonna have to set your lineup every week oh, oh my god <laughs> just once a week this is before thursday uh, I don't know, man. I hope you, I hope you can convince yourself. Thursdays are busy days for me. You know, I got a lot. Um, I think. Well, good. You got to do it before Thursday. Yeah, uh, Wednesdays are a busy so day. Do for it on me. Tuesday. Sunday through Tuesday is an extended. You know, it's, it's a an busy extended three, weekend. Busy what? three days, following Friday and Saturday. Like it's, uh, it's a lot, man. I think. What do you do when you're on the restroom in the morning? When I'm. What do you mean? Like when you're going to the restroom in the morning, what are you doing? I'm on my Excel spreadsheet <laughs> for the day, like that I have to look at and do stuff with. And I can't do fantasy. Too busy. <laughs> what are you doing during lunch? Excel. Excel. Your <laughs> life is Excel. <laughs> We've been telling you this. You need to get off Excel. You're addicted to Excel spreadsheets. <laughs> Not everything has to have an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> oh my God. I I want honestly, it's one of the weirder things because I want to, but I just don't. I have no desire. I do to. not want to talk about Excel spreadsheets. <laughs> no, I, I want to talk about. I was trying to ask Isaiah his appeal. Like I was trying to understand his appeal, and it it makes sense. But I also don't like that it boosts the NFL as a product itself. That it needs a prop. I feel mm. like it's a. It's a cheat code, which, hey, man, more power to you, whatever. But it's a prop up of the sport that feels like like basketball. I don't need fantasy to make me watch the games all the time. Um, baseball. I, I'm, gonna watch, I'm never going to watch them anyway. So, I mean, <laughs> so what's the point? I just, I'm just saying I don't see the, the fantasy aspect boosting up the sport. Like, feels a little artificial like the, maybe the game isn't well as it's fun okay 
Oh my God, Jaime Jaime and the Haters. I'm that's just your, asking that's the, your that's your soul band name. I'm just asking the the trying to ask the big question, bigger questions here. Like, hey, like, are we? You know, why are we, why are we giving the NFL the spotlight that it's getting? Like, does it really deserve it? Like, is it or yes. are you just addicted to fantasy sports and betting? Yes. Yes. The, the pro- answer is yes. The product isn't as good as people think it is. It's pretty good. A little artificial. It's artificial. Feels artificial to me. It feels amazing. Mm. Feels amazing to me. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't like bad opinions. So it's not a bad opinion. It's a pretty bad opinion. And you know, all these people going to training NFL training camps and stuff. You don't have anything better to do instead of just. You would have. You we would love to go to the Spurs training camp. That's different. That's a I mean, real sport. Not. You it's were talking about how you like how the NFL does that. No, I like the idea. Yeah. The theatrics. Yeah. But now it's what? It's gimmicky for the NFL, but it's theatrics if the NBA would have done it. Precisely. Hit the nail on Precisely. Precisely. I'm just saying, man. You know, Sports Center covering training camps, blah, 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 blah. It's what the people want. It's the most popular sport in America by far. You know, I had this theory. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> another theory you say <laughs> you might you're not gonna like this one uh, <laughs> i have no data to back this up so you know this is i'm putting on my tinfoil hat here mm. i'm you know don't take me seriously but the number of american youth playing football from a young age throughout their american youth yeah youth you know I thought you said mute. No, no, no. The ute. Okay, go on, go on. <laughs> Playing um, football from a young age, mm-hmm. uh, encountering head trauma from a young age, mm-hmm. venture mm-hmm. to say that a majority of adult mm-hmm. males have CTE, mm-hmm. undiagnosed CTE. Mm-hmm. Very true, very true, very true. And mm-hmm. that's my theory. Mm-hmm. I think, I think soccer has more head trauma from hitting the soccer ball i think yeah that's from, not the same i think the act of heading in a so- heading in the soccer ball but the soccer is soft it's blunt force trauma there's no way man mm-hmm. but they they don't ever get concussions because of i that. think i think you get i think they have more concussions let me look up the statistics right now but I'm going to venture to say that there is less concussions in soccer than in American football. Okay, okay, okay. That is my guess. That's your guess? Uh-huh. Um, but uh, I feel like that's a good guess, but I think my <laughs> guess is soccer. I'm going to have more. to figure out how to turn this around into something positive before we dismount. Because I see, I tend to, tend to turn the ship a little negative on accident. Just thinking out loud, you know, yeah. letting the intrusive, intrusive thoughts win, like you told me to. <laughs> That's all you gotta do. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Don has prepared stats for me. We haven't hired. We should just hire like a kid, like a. a uh, gotta pay for this website. So uh, under the next one, under the next one. We need to hire like a. Google didn't just give me an answer on uh, top. Uh, like we're do of course sometimes. they didn't. It's it's got to be like two different articles. 
I highly, I mean, it just it doesn't seem like head head to head contact is a thing in in uh, soccer. But we're on it. Football has the highest yeah. number of concussions. Yeah. I just found that, you know, followed by basketball. Wow. Would not have guessed. And then done soccer. Yeah. yeah. Soccer is number three. That's fair. Are you happy so guess, or something right now? I mean, I guess. Making uh, me look like an idiot on no, our own pod? No, 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 huh? no. I'm just saying, you know, maybe parents should stop letting their kids play football. Flag we football. We need to just phase it out, you know, and starting in the year 2026, like, you know, we're going to let le- less and less kids play football. And we're going to phase this kind of just out. Flag football. Nah, let's just phase it out. Ugh. Not gonna have, what, are they going to play pickleball now? I'm going to phase in pickleball? Apparently, a lot of people are getting injured playing pickleball, too. <laughs> Concussions? Or elderly. Uh, tearing ACLs. That's a, that's a death sentence. At the I, heard, I, <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard that 85% of uh, pickleball injuries are covered by Medicare because of the age of <laughs> pickleball players. Right. That's fair. Slam ball is back. Slam ball is back. I watched it. Did you? It's not a good product. I thought it was pretty fun. Somebody's gonna get hurt. Oh, for sure. They were falling pretty gnarly. <laughs> it was a pretty gnarly fall. It makes oh, me afraid to they watch. They just it. need some rule changes. <laughs> They're gonna take out the trampolines. Uh, it's too dangerous. You brought up something in the notes that I thought was really interesting. What's that? I don't know if you're done talking sports. I'm always done talking sports. <laughs> You said that our comedy's dying. Our comedy oh, movies yeah. dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I kind of agree. I kind of agree. I think they are. I think it's a budget. It's a weird thing where like studios are, they want to pay like a billion dollars to make like a huge movie, mm-hmm. or they don't want to make a movie at all. Yeah. And it's those mid-range budget comedy movies that cost like seventy million dollars to make. Or we something. said this earlier. To be fair, all movies are dying right now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But spe- comedies have been dying, I feel like. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. What's the last great comedy you saw? In theaters? Mm-hmm. I can't. <sighs> That's a tough one because... It is tough. It's been so long, I feel like. And even when now, we were kids, we were able to see like comedies after comedies coming out. Like We were never... We were, there was never a dull moment. Which I is... Love- I have a list of top three comedies. Well, guess what? I have a list of top three comedies from your childhood. Yeah. All right, you go first. I'm going to go first. Well, I'm going to pick one. And if I pick one of yours, that's tough. All right. I don't think you will. Okay. Starting off one easy favorite comedy growing up from the works of Will Ferrell, one of the great comedy writers of our time. Step Brothers. No, nice. Step Brothers. That's a good pick. Awesome movie. I watched it so many times. Had so many quotes. Very quotable. Very quotable. Very quotable. I know you put your nutsack on my drum set. Why are you sweating? I was watching Cops. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't pick that one, so I don't have to. Okay, okay, okay. So are you going in? Are these in any particular order? That one's my favorite. Your favorite? That one's my favorite. I have movies... I picked movies, but this is just my strat. You could have a different strat, but I pick movies. I have like three 
comedy guys who really I thought like ruled the game when we were growing up. And I picked those movies. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What's your second one? Well, you got to pick yours. Now. I got to pick. Yeah. I'm doing mine in reverse order. Oh, okay. I'm doing well, from three to one. All right. Interesting tactic. Interesting yeah. tactic. I got a rank, a rank you know, okay. one being the best. Okay. The What's end. your three then? I'm going to say three is Napoleon Dynamite. Dang. Yeah. That is a good one. Yeah, that's pretty good. I, Independent <laughs> film. Yeah, exactly. It's a classic, man. I watched it uh, a lot. He's had the DVD uh, and everything. Pretty good. How far can you throw a pigskin? Quarter mile. That was a good one. Uh, mm-hmm. very awkward. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. I like that a lot. So we're both we're both landing at number two I, now. Okay, okay. Yeah. Ooh, this is good. Yeah. My number two pick from one of my favorite comedy writers, Vince Vaughn. Dodgeball. Yeah. <laughs> Jaw dropped. <laughs> Crazy value, my number two pick, dodgeball. I think my draw drop for different reasons than you think. Dang, why? It was also my number two. Dang, <laughs> we'll keep it then. Yeah. I think it's it's allowed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love rule, dodgeball. Rule changes. <laughs> the German team. Yeah, they had a picture yeah. of David Hasselhoff. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that movie is so good, man. That's oh my so god, funny. that's like the kind of movies that. Like just short, dumb, funny movies that yeah. don't really get made Super anymore. Good. Super good. Oh well, we got God. our number two. What's your number one movie? My number one mm-hmm. movie is the other guys, the Will Ferrell yeah. movie with Mark Will Wahlberg. Ferrell. Will Ferrell, classic, classic movie. He ran comedies for us growing up in the two thousands, early two thousand tens. Cameo by Samuel L. Jackson and The Rock. It's <laughs> <laughs> really good. So good, man. <laughs> Oh my god, that was a good scene too. That was a really good scene. Uh, my for my last one, I was so another great um film writer of our generation. I was thinking I was thinking maybe Ben Stiller, but you know, I was like I can't give it I can't give it to Ben Stiller. He was he had some good ones, like um. Oh, whoa! You know what? There's nothing funny about Ben Stiller. What? <laughs> yeah. Just had an epiphany. Zoolander. Zoolander was good, but I couldn't do it. Um, I'm drawing a blank right now. You don't know which movie it is? No, we're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to think. I thought you had this picked I'm already. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um. Oh Let's God, see. actor. Do you know the actor that you're going for? I wanted to make the Ben. I wanted to make the Ben Stiller joke, and it exploded in my face. Oh no! I wanted to make the Ben Stiller joke, and it exploded in my face. Oh my God! <laughs> Lost everything. Oh. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. No. Uh, click. <laughs> Doesn't feel right. That's not number. That can't be number three. Oh, oh man. Did you just Google like top comedy movies? Of- I panicked, I mean, I panicked. Because that's what I did earlier. Really? So. Okay, that's fair. Because <laughs> I kept on thinking about Will Ferrell movies and I told you about my. 
I told you about my my strategy, and I was like, I can't pick another Will Ferrell movie because yeah. Talladega Nights was up there. Oh, you could have very well picked. That ah, one. that was a good one. Should've. I know. It's I feel one like, I have. I feel actually, like I've I ruined seen, my my three. I've never seen that though. I've never seen Talladega. And I Nights. feel like I feel like Click wasn't even Adam Sandler's best movie. There was Longest Yard. That was really good. Uh, Longest Yard was really good. I really like Grown Ups. Not a big fan of Adam Sandler. You're not a big Adam Sandler guy. That's stupid. Who do you think? Who do you take? Adam Adam Sandler or Ben Stiller? Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller over Adam Sandler? Yeah. I hate that. Favorite Ben Stiller movie? Night at the Fockers? Night at the Museum. Night at at the Museum is such a good movie. You're right. You're hating on Ben Stiller. I was hating on Ben Stiller. That's There's right. a couple of things. There's a couple of things funny about Ben Stiller. Uh, a few. <sighs> Some are saying. You remember the raunchy comedy era? American <sighs> Pie. There was accepted. I didn't see that. You one. didn't see. Do you remember American Pie? I think I might you have were, seen it. You like, weren't a raunchy right. comedy kind of guy. Oh no! It was Beer Fest. Never saw it. Oh my god. I don't think I've seen any of those weird movies. Oh. <laughs> what the? What the? <laughs> Whatever. You're like, you're like, your movies are great. Another, another good Vince Vaughn movie. You ever watch Re- Wedding Crashers? Never seen it. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm living, I've never seen 21 Jump Street either. <laughs> Don't, I don't watch funny movies that much. <laughs> no wonder they're dying. It's because of you. <laughs> yeah. Because like, of I'm you. Like, why are you're more... killing comedies. I watched a Narc- Mark Norman uh, stand-up special yesterday on Netflix. Oh, stand-ups. Yeah. Always stand-ups. Were... Oh, hit the mic. Sorry. Oh. I always loved watching yeah. stand-ups as a kid growing up, too. Uh, yeah. But it, I, yeah, I remember watching Dane Cook stand-ups oh, growing God. up. Oh, God. They're not funny. <laughs> hey man, that's what he does. Not being not being funny. <laughs> did you ever did you ever watch the ooh comedy with Dan Cook, employee of the month? Did you ever watch that one? No nah, man. They like worked oh, at a I supermarket and there, yeah. there was like a love interest who was like who was dating the guy who always got employee of the month and then Dane Cook was like, I'm gonna get this girl, so I'm gonna get employee of the month. But yeah, really, I the agree. girl just liked Dane Cook more. <laughs> I don't know why you could. He was really loud. <laughs> Projected a lot. Projected a lot. Made a lot of noises instead of jokes. But all of this conversation, to, to say, you can't make money anymore making comedies. I think that's the case, yeah. yeah. You can Even watch Will, unless you Unless you're one of the big ones, like Will Ferrell or Adam Sandler or Vince. Yeah, even then, Vince maybe... Vaughn. Like those are the only movies they the p- people they allow to make like comedies that resemble old comedies, but now they're just not it anymore. It's just you can watch it at home. I think I'm serious. It's, it's like uh you know you go to the theater to watch spectacles of cinema. And well, seeing Oppenheimer in theaters was my first movie in a while, like yeah. a really long time, years. It makes a difference, mm-hmm. especially like imagine you go to the theaters to see that, and then you, after that you go see something like. Uh, the other guys or something. It's like, I, don't, I didn't mm-hmm. need the theater for this, but mm-hmm. uh, that's pretty much what it feels like. But hey, bring back goofy comedies. That's how we're going to end this one. Bring back goofy comedies. That might be the title, actually. 
Ooh, I like that. Yeah, because then they're gonna be like, "Yes, oh, we're li- we're listening for the we're listening for the title. We're listening for the title, and it's not until click. Our, yeah, Idiot, uh, click. <laughs> hey. Why didn't I just say Talladega Nights? I don't know. I feel kind of bad because this barista at Merritt the other day made a joke reference to Talladega Nights, yeah. and I was like, <laughs> I "Haven't seen it, man." I'm. <laughs> No, that's I said that earlier. Oh my! Yeah, he was like, oh, he's like everybody. We really, we really screwed up the whole movie summer. But next movie (laughs) review, it's still the summer though. Okay, I guess so. Next, let's watch, let's watch Talladega Nights. That's fair. It's a good one. It's a good one. Especially in the dog days of summer right now, I don't think there's much more baseball rules we can really go over. You're right. You're right. We really. We really educated. We really educated the audience today. Preseason football is starting, so I guess, uh, I guess I can do that. Oh, there we go. I mean, now you're speaking. Well, now you're just buttering me up. Mm-hmm. Now you're just buttering me up. It's worth lathering you up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready to. I'm. I think. Okay, next week. That's our goal. If you're here for that, I'll. I can. I can get down on some NFL talk. Some NFL way, talk next week. Some yes. Way too early NFL talk and yes. our digging nights. Yes. Oh, this is gonna be such a good episode. Oh yeah, that's sick. That's, and then um, so our third installment <gasps> of why NFL owners or sports owners should build their own arenas. Big fuck. Uh, I'm not gonna do that anymore. Oh. <laughs> I've uh, I've honestly tired myself out of that now. I think I've joined your side. Yes. It's like the a, spoiled side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The spoiled side. Like, yeah, who needs to pay for schools? Yeah. Just put that thing up, man. Who cares about sidewalks? Yeah. <laughs> Public transportation? <laughs> who needs it? Yeah, put this thing up. That shiny new stadium. Um, Imagine if we get a sphere stadium like Vegas. They should make it a cube instead. Oh, oh. oh that's so <laughs> sick. <laughs> this is one big spur. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty good, man. Hey, well, I'm ready for next week. That's pretty good. For next week, I'll even dive in. It's been a. I'm not the the most uh, educated NFL viewer either. So So I think some NFL. Let's find. Are we gonna go this season? We gotta go get some wings and watch the games. Oh yeah, we're gonna do that for sure. We'll do. We'll pick a Sunday and we'll have an NFL day. Let's go. But I think next week we need to find our favorite. Stupid NFL rules. Boo! I'm a, I'm about that. I can do that. For there's you. a few stupid ones yeah. in there for sure. Let's get it to it. Yeah, and I'll watch Talladega Nights. I'll nice. watch it, and oh, then yeah. we can we well, can I'm review that. that. Classic. And then maybe we can come up with our with our fantasy football team names next week. Oh, okay. So you're you, you might be coming around. Yeah, man. Coming around. All right. I'm good. Done. Sick. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. All right. Adios, Jaime. Adios, mi compadre. Nice.